Happy Wednesday, everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are around the world. Such an honor and privilege to be here this week again um, to do these live I Ching Oracle readings for you. Um, what an honor and privilege it is. And uh, just want to say that, um, make a, a quick announcement that um, the 69 moons herb line, that's what the herb line is going to be called, 69 moons is going to launch this fall. And next week, I'm going to be um, announcing a pre-order form for the herbs because we have a limited edition of two herbs. They're based on traditional Chinese medicine, but modified for better efficacy. And uh, one herb is going to be for to help you calm and focus your mind. And the other herb is going to be to help boost your immune system. So very, very excited for the 69 moons herb line to be launching this fall. So look out for that. Um, so, okay. And also um, if you guys haven't already checked out my yin and yang living uh, prayer beads, which are the crescent moon and round sun representing the yin and yang, the moon and sun, um, to leverage the power of the moon, sun, the yin yang, check them out at my e-store. I custom designed these with limited edition. So you can connect and access your divinity, your higher self spirit by leveraging the powers of the moon, sun, yin and yang, uh, energies, which are very, very powerful energies, as we all know. So thank you for joining me. And so hello, Natasha. Hello, Lalima. Hello, Star Goddess. Hello, Good Vibes. Okay, so um, we're going to go into the uh, readings now. Let's clear the energy of the room first. Please just relax yourself. Breathe naturally. Stay focused in the power of now. Dear God, dear angels, dear spirit guys, dear sending masters, divine creator, thank you so much for allowing us to open this sacred space. Thank you so much for allowing us to be able to channel your words, your phrases, your wisdoms, your higher messages for the highest and best good of the viewers here. Thank you so much for removing any people or situations of low frequency that do not belong here, that do not honor the sacred space. So thank you so much for allowing me to be the channel of your words, phrases, and wisdoms so that we may deliver uh, the messages that are in the highest and best interests of the viewers here. Thank you. And so does namaste. Okay, everyone. All right, Natasha. Hi, Natasha. How are you? And then Lalima. Okay, let's do a reading for Natasha. Natasha wants to know Oh, she wants to get guidance on the health situation. Okay, guidance on health situation. What message do you have for Natasha? What guidance do you have for Natasha about her health situation? Eaching oracles, please show us the energy. Please show us the energy. Okay, here it says energy number 41, Natasha, decreasing, decreasing. The only Chinese character for decreasing shows a hand with a vessel. Pour out what you have in, in offering, however small. When you focus your faith on something higher than everyday life, it opens the flow of good fortune and your life becomes lighter and simpler. Trust your insight and persevere in your chosen direction. Why do you want to make such an offering? How much is truly asked of you? Okay. So what they're saying to you is, you know, when people are going through a health situation, it's a it's a heavy load. You, you've got, you know, you feel your mind is worried, your body feels worried, right? And that's a really heavy load on you. And one of the things of reaching from low frequency to higher frequency, because that's what it's really about. It's about energy frequencies. Disease is low frequency. Health is higher frequencies that's harmonized. And so to get to those, to get from one, to get from the lower frequency to higher frequency is, is the, 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 the reason why we got sick in the first place is because we somehow managed to lower our frequency 
because for a lot, a variety of reasons, it could be um, for reasons of uh, a lot of stress, you know, the mental, you know, now there's so much studies that show how much stress can really, really uh, damage the body. Um, traumas that we're holding on to, things that are unconsciously that we might be holding on to, and even physical environments like the food we eat, the water we drink, right, the air that we breathe, all of that stuff is is very important. But what they're saying to you is that they want you to get this load off, decrease the things that you're holding on to that is not serving that is not serving the environment for your body to be able to heal. Your body is very smart, Natasha. It's got infinite wisdom to know what to do. It's that we're not giving the right environment. So what they're saying, you're not giving the right environment to your body so that it could optimally heal. And a lot of that has to do with just holding on to traumas, emotions, stress that is not giving the right environment for your body. And so they want you to decrease that. They want you to decrease any of that stuff. What is it that you could decrease? Can you decrease traumas that you might've been holding? Can you decrease anger? Can you decrease frustration? Can you decrease um, resentment? Can you decrease letting go of the past that no longer serves you? Can you make yourself mentally, emotionally lighter decrease that stuff so you can bring in serenity, peace, calm. That is the environment where your body is going to thrive, where your cells are going to thrive. Because when there's too much stress around it, it's contracting. It's like this, right? Can't do anything. But once you start letting go, it could start to open. The cells could start to open and communicate with each other more beautifully, right? You want to give that, that's what they're saying, decrease so that you could you can give the body the right environment for your healing to uh, go from low frequency to higher frequency. Okay, so that's your message. Thank you so much, Natasha. And let's everyone send Natasha healings and blessings her way. Dear God, spirit, angels, please send her. Let's send her some beautiful healing light, please. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Lalima. Lalima wants to know, please give me guidance on my work situation and career. Joined a new work, finding myself very confused about it. Oh. Lalima, that is uh that is a very common thing. So let's see what um what message the I Ching oracles have for you. Yes, I can only imagine that it could be confusing when you go into a new new work environment. What message do you have for Lilima Sony about her new about her work, her new work situation? What message do you have for Lilima about her new uh, work situation? She's feeling confused. Please, Ching Oracles, show us the message. Show us them. Oh, this one just flipped over. Returning, returning, Lilima. It says here, your journey. Your journey leads you out and home again in a two-way flow of creation to revitalize and restore. Traveling companions walk us alongside you for a while, but if meant to be there, they will never steer you off your path, especially with an overarching direction and purpose to guide you. What is happening? What is beginning to germinate? How can you follow your sense of direction more closely? Where might the path lead now? Wow. That's a beautiful message for you. Okay, being confused in your your being confused in your new job situation. First of all, I want to let you know, Lilima, you're not the only one. There are lots of times people go into new situations, and they're gotta they're it's 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 overwhelming, right? Because you have to get acclimated. So you're asking, how can I acclimate more to this new environment? One of the things that they're saying to you is. They want you to return back to, uh, return back to what you really, who you really are. Who is Lima? And then they want you to find in that situation in your work, and maybe even outside of your work environment, the people who really align with you, that who might be wiser guidance. It could be in your job situation. 
is there somebody that aligns with you that have wisdom, that have experience in that organization, but they resonate with you? That's that's a that's a returning energy because you're returning back to who you are, and then you're aligning with the people that resonate with Lalima to help guide you through this. Okay, so that's one of the messages that they're saying. The other thing that they're saying is is that they want you to just they want you to be an observer observer right now. They want you to they want you to just observe what's happening. They don't want you to try to make things happen so much. If things are not happening where you might feel a little bit confused about where you belong and what you're really supposed to be doing, don't worry about that. They want you to observe what is going on in the organization. Find out about the organization. What is the culture or of organization? What is the um, nature of this organization? Because that's how you could, you just want to observe that first. Because if you just try to do things right now without understanding the culture of the organization or the company, you might, that's where you feel like you don't belong or you're misfitting. This is the time to just observe and get to know the culture of the organization and come back to who you are. What do you stand for? What is your beliefs? And how is that relationship? How is that relationship to the culture of the company? Does it align? They want you to find those who align with that in the company if you can. If not, then find those outside the people who might have more wisdom to guide you or people who are in the company that knows that have been there for many years. So it's not about doing a lot right now. It's not about trying to do this, trying to do that in the company. Do what you can do in the company and perform your work to the best of your ability, but don't try to make, make leaps and bounds of things happen in the organization right now. Your time right now is to observe, observe the culture, figure out what is your relationship, how does it relate to who you are, that returning home energy of Lalima. Does this culture resonate with who you are? Does it align with who you are? Because that's really important, because if it doesn't truly align with it, you may never, you, you, you might, it might be harder to really integrate into that company. But you could also adjust. You could say, ooh, this, the nature, the culture of this organization is this way, even though I could still hold to my beliefs, but if I adjust my behavior in these ways or adjust the way I perceive the situation, if you just even adjust the way you perceive the situation, you will acclimate better to the job. So that's important. And then they said, how can you follow your sense of direction more closely? That's that they want you to figure out how can I how can I follow this direction more closely? That is why I'm saying to observe first. You're not going to know that until you observe. I would say give an observation of three months, good three, three to six months. The six months is like a real a period of just getting to know the organization. Don't try to make a lot of things happen. And don't be so upset that if you can't do this, you can't do this right now. That's okay. Take it one step at a time. Do what it is that you can and do a lot of observing and a lot of observing of the culture and organization of that uh, company and see if it really aligns with who you are. Okay, Lalima. So that's your message. Beautiful. Thank you so much. And we send you lots of uh, best wishes for your new job. Okay, Star Goddess 888. She wants um Star Guys 8 uh, wants uh guidance, spiritual guidance. Okay, Star Goddess 888. Let's do a uh, reading for you. What message do you have for Star Goddess 888? And what spiritual guidance do you have for Star Goddess 888? What spiritual message do you have for Star Goddess 888? Show us the energy. Show us the energy. Show us the energy. Okay, Star Goddess, it says here, wow, there's a couple of different ones. Okay, let's do this one, subtly penetrating, subtly penetrating. It says here, subtly penetrating means becoming part of something or someone, feeling your way into things, yielding gently to their nature. Such influence does not bring sudden transformation. It creates small success. 
have a clear vision of the great person in reality or in your mind's eye as a model of the larger possibilities implied. How can you get to know this from the inside? What is taking shape? Okay, so this is a beautiful message for your spiritual growth, growth and guidance. What it is, is, you know, I have a goal of to be, what is my, what is the vision of the person that I want to be as my spiritual growth, right? You know, I know one of the things that I'm working on in this life for my spiritual growth is to not judge people too much, try to refrain from judging. I'm really mindful of that. That's one of the spirit. That's one of the ways that I know that I'm going to spiritually grow is to stop judging people so quickly. Now, that's what they want you. They want you to understand what are the goals that you have for yourself, for your expansion and growth, right? For your soul to expand and grow. They want you to have that vision for yourself. One of the things, so make a list. These are the things how, where I want to be, where, what are the things that I want to work on myself to spiritually grow? So for me, one of the goals is to stop judging as much as possible. It doesn't mean that I, I'm completely uh, devoid of judging. I still do, but I, my, one of my goals is to have an awareness of it and to pause when I do it. So write down what your goals are in your spiritual growth and guidance. And then what they want you to do is they want you to start embodying that very subtly, taking the smallest steps to embody that. So for example, if one of your goals is to stop judging others or having more compassion for others, they want you to start that today, the smallest thing. How can I embody that? How can I start to embody that to have more compassion for people? How can I embody that today? Even if it's the smallest thing, maybe you, you open the door for an old person or you help an old person walk across the street, right? The smallest thing. So they just want you to work on the smallest things because you're there, you're going there, Star Goddess 888. The smallest things they want you to work on. That Maybe you have another thing on your list where part of my spiritual expansion growth is to forgive those who have done harm to me, right? So what is the smallest thing that you could do today to forgive some, somebody? The small thing, just even the smallest thing so that you could start to embody forgiveness. One of the things that I had to learn was to forgive my father. That was one of the, one of the greatest lessons for my spiritual growth and expansion because we had a very traumatic childhood. So they want you to have that list of the things that you want to accomplish on your spiritual journey and then start to embody that quality within yourself a little bit at a time each day. What can I do today? What can I do tomorrow? Then the next day, what can I do tomorrow? Subtly penetrating because as you keep doing this day by day, you're going, you're subtly penetrating to become that spiritual person that you envision yourself, that growth and expansion. Okay. So that's your message. So thank you so much for that beautiful question. Okay. So now, uh, okay. So good vibes, good vibes wants to know about upcoming uh, guidance for what message do you have a good vibes about upcoming exam preparation? Uh, what what guidance do you have for good vibes about exam preparation? What 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 message do you have? Okay, wow. <clears throat> okay, so energy number. There's two cards that came out. I'm going to take energy number twenty six. Great taming. It says here. Taming means building up and controlling natural resources and nurturing their growth with an eye on what can be achieved in the future. Steady persistence over time will yield good results. You can now move beyond mere survival, nourish yourself on new experiences, and allow your gifts to be of greater service. How can you make the most of the potential? How would it be to master this? Okay, taming means building up and controlling natural resources and nurturing their growth with an eye on what can be achieved. So what it is, is this, is that they want you to continue on this journey of taming, you know, you're saying that there's going to be this exam, right? And you're preparing for it. 
the, that preparation is what is the what are the best ways that I could prepare for this upcoming exam? That's taming. It's like you know how a sculptor tames the clay, so the result is this beautiful vase, right? Well, you're taming everything. What what are the things that you're doing now that you could be doing even better to prepare yourself? And it's not just about studying for the exam, which is important, but it's about getting yourself in a mental, emotional, and spiritual place where you feel confident about yourself. You want to tame your inner world that I can do this. I can pass this exam. So that when you go into the exam, you feel confident and you feel you feel like you can do it. So they want you to work on that type of taming, the taming of how do I see myself? Do do I feel insecure about myself or about this? Or can I do I can I truly feel? Can every cell in my body feel that I can do this because I am smart? I am a genius. So they want you to train yourself to have more confidence, tame yourself to have more confidence, the mental, spiritual, and emotional confidence that I can do this because I am smart. I have infinite potential. If you if you keep saying to yourself, oh God, I don't know if I can pass this exam, you're not aligning your inner world to pass that exam. You've got to align that inner world to the day that when you're going to go in there and say, yes, I can do this. Yes, I can pass this exam. And so they want you to align that, especially the mental and emotional space. They want you to tame that. They want you to practice that. They want you to mold that inner world to say, yes, this is all going to happen. I'm going to pass it with flying colors, right? And if you, because if you don't believe it, because you keep asking yourself, you keep questioning yourself, that is split energy, split energy. You want to align with the result. You want to align with the result. What is the result? The result is I'm going to pass this exam with a flying color. They want you to tame your mental and emotional space. So what are you going to do? Be aware of your thoughts. Every time you have doubt, you just say pause, pause thought, and then say another sentence that make you feel that you could pass. Yes, God created me as a genius. God created me to do this work. So I am going to pass that exam with flying colors, right? So say things like, keep saying that to yourself. That's the taming energy to prepare for that exam. Okay, so that's your message. All right, let's go to Alicia, NYC, five, guidance on finding love. Okay, let's do Alicia. Alicia, um, New York City, five. What message do you have, Alicia, NYC five, I'm finding love. What message do you have for Alicia and finding love? What message do you have for Alicia and finding love? Iching oracles. What message do you have for Alicia and finding love? Show us the energy. Show us the energy, Alicia. I mean, Iching oracle. Sorry. <laughs> Show us the energy for Alicia for finding love. Show us the energy. Show us the energy. Show us the energy. Okay. Energy number twenty-two. Beauty, Alicia. It says here. This is about natural beauty, the simple expression of nature, but it is also the way people create images to, to communicate something of a person or things in her nature. However, no created image could ever express a whole person. It's a time for imaginative, lively exploration of beautiful ways the essence could the essence could flower and be seen. How can you make the essence visible? What do you choose to communicate? Okay. So what they're saying is you're find, finding love for you at Lisa nine NYC five is about because you want to attract that love you want to attract the right love right but you can't attract the right love until you recognize the inner essence of beauty within you. <clears throat> God created you with such beauty, and the essence of you is beauty. And so what they're saying to you is, can you tap into that essence and? feel that beauty and find that beauty within you and love that beauty. Because once you access it, connect with it, find it, and you can feel it and you fall in love with yourself because of this beauty. And it's not about being cocky. That's not what this is about. 
It's about honoring yourself and respecting yourself. That's what this is about. It's not about saying, oh, I'm so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm ridiculously cocky. Uh, it's not about this ego trip. That's not what it is here. That's different. Ego is a different thing from the essence of your beauty because God created you with beauty, right? With a unique energetic, unique DNA blueprint. And that's beautiful. And so that essence they want you to connect with that essence. And then as you start connecting it and you feel it and you love it and you just feel, you start to feel, wow, God did create me with this essence of beauty. That starts, that vibrational frequency starts to get emitted, broadcasted out into the universe. And as that beauty starts to broadcast out into the universe, the universe always matches and you attract the right partner as a byproduct. So what they're saying to you, it's not about looking for beauty out there, the right love out there. It's about looking for the beauty within you. And how can you express that better? How can you, what are the things that you could be doing in your life to express that beauty? Maybe you have certain gifts and talents. Like for example, my late sister's son played the piano beautifully. I mean, she was classical music so beautifully. And that was one of her essence of her beauty for her to be able to express her, express her beauty through her classical music. So what they're saying is, how can you understand, under, know, get to know what your beauty is first? What is that? What are the talents and gifts that God has bestowed upon me? And then how can I express that more out in the world? Maybe if you, if you have a talent for writing, then you start writing. If you have a talent for music, then you start doing it, whether it's singing or playing. Even if it's like a, even if it's something that you do outside of your work right now, that you do it as a hobby, that you do it on the weekends, right? They want you to take that beauty, the essence, and they want you to package it more and shine it so that that vibrational frequency can be emitted out into the planet. And then because the universe always matches that frequency, that person, that love person will come into experience naturally and organically. Okay. So that's your message. Thank you so much, Alicia, NYC five. Okay. Hi, Kamakshi. Any guidance for my love life? Okay. What message do you have for Kamakshi about love of about love life? What message do you have for Kamakshi about love life? What is your message for Kamakshi about love life? What is your message for Kamakshi about love life? Show us the energy. Show us the energy. What is the message you have for Kamakshi about love life? Okay, Kamakshi, inner truth, inner truth. Energy number 61. Piglets and fishes are symbols of wealth, plenty, and luck, often used in offerings to the spirits. You are in a state of committed connectedness and can trust you will be provided for. Success in ongoing ventures and the insight to be in the right place at the right time are both manifestations of in your inner truth. Where do you place your trust? What feels true? What feels true? Okay. So what they're saying to you, Kamakshi, is that in order for love to really come in, you have to understand your own, the truth of who you are, the inner truth of Kamakshi. What, who is Kamakshi? What is my, what, what, what am I comprised? What are my gifts? What are my talents? What are my beliefs? Who am I really? Am I somebody who is, uh, what are my interests? You know, what are the talents and gifts that God has bestowed upon me? What is that inner truth that I know to be so true that, that I know that so true about who I am? Because that truth is important. Because if you don't know who you are, you can't attract the right person, right? Think about it, because you're going to be missing the mark. When you know that inner truth about who you really are, and you go out into the universe and you behave in alignment with that truth, you're going to, somebody, that person is going to, the people that resonate with that is going to come into your experience. That's how you're going to find love. But as long as you don't really know who you are, what do you stand for? What are your talents and gifts? What are your belief systems? Well, belief systems are not necessarily your truth because a lot of times we bring in belief systems that don't align with our truth that do not honor you. 
So bring it, but so make sure your belief systems truly honor your soul's path and journey, who you are. You know what I'm saying? So, so that, that's what they want you to, they want you to figure that out before you think about love, because then once you, once you figure that out, you have confidence in that you're going to behave in a way, and you're going to interact with other people with that guiding truth. And when you do the person that's going to really resonate with you, because there is somebody, some, there are people out there that are going to really resonate with you. That's how you're going to find love. Love is really a, as a byproduct. You know, people always ask, oh, give me love guidance. Where I want to find love. Love happens when you got your own, when you have this together. That's when love happens. Love happens as a byproduct of what you're broadcasting to the universe because the universe is always matching you. So work on your truth. Work on who Kamakshi is. And then behave and behave in ways that align with that. And you will see how the universe will open doors for you in the love department. Thank you so much. Sachi. Working on having more self-love. Beautiful. A lot of love questions. Any guidance on that? Let's ask Sachi and then we'll do uh, Juljana afterwards. Okay. What message do you have for Sachi? What love guidance message do you have for Sachi about self-love? What lo- more? What love, self-love guidance do you have for Sachi about having more self-love? What is your message? For Sachi about self-love. What is your message? Thank you, Iching Oracles. Thank you. Energy number 23, Sachi, stripping away. It says here, until the old is utterly stripped from you and you have no choice but to think in new ways, you will only recreate old patterns. Do not imagine the future. Make plans now. Bring your energy back to the center and honor the process of transformation. What has worn out? Is there a less painful way to let this go? What is underneath the surface? Okay, beautiful message for you in terms of how do I cultivate more self-love? How do I do that? And one of the reasons, one of the reasons why many of us don't have self-love or you might not have self-love, and this is for a lot of people, this is not just for you. The essence is to strip away. The reason why we don't love ourselves is because we got so much baggage. We've taken things on from society, from our friends, from our neighbor, from our neighbors, from our family, and we absorbed it as if it is our truth, as if it is who we are. And so a lot of times we, you have, might have stories like, I don't, I'm not good enough. I'm not unconditionally lovable. I'm not unconditionally worthy. And they, these are all constructs of socialization. When we say those things to ourselves, it's a socialization construct. And so what they're saying is, is they want you to strip that away. They want you to let that go because the core of you, it's like that onion. You know, I always say there's an onion and there's these layers and then there's that core center. That core center is pure positive energy of love. And then there's these layers that we bring in layers, layers, layers. I'm not good enough. One layer. I'm not unconditionally lovable. Another layer. I'm not worthy. Another layer. They want you to keep stripping those things away, keep stripping away things that do not honor your self-love, strip away. So if you have a feeling of something happens and you're like, oh no, I can't, I, I, you look at somebody like, oh, that person is so beautiful. Oh, but I can't, I can't be with that person because I'm not good enough. Pause right there. Pause. Say, oh, I caught myself saying something that does not honor myself. What can I say? Yes. You could say, pause. What can you say in that situation? The, I am the perfect image of God, and therefore I am unconditionally worthy, unconditionally lovable. And God introduces me to the person who is honored, who is in alignment with that truth. You could say something like that. So they want you to keep stripping away all of this garbage, this baggage, these belief systems that do not honor your self-love. That's the stripping away energy. So beautiful. Thank you so much. Hi, Jul. Okay, let's go to Juljana. Juljana is about general reading. General reading. Okay. What message do you have for Juljana? What message do you have? So thank you so much for that. <coughs> Sachi, what message do you have for you? What, what message do you want to offer to Juljana? Okay. What message do you have for Juljana? Eaching Oracles. Thank you for being here. What message? 
Energy number 60, Juljana, measuring, measuring. It says here, things needs to be articulated to make them more manageable, easier to take in and work with. When such measures grow organically, they reflect the natural rhythms of life and allow a fuller participation in its flow. Progress is made in small increments. What limits apply here? What agreements are at work? Does everyone understand them and find them palatable? Do you? So, Juljana, the the measuring energy is all about defining things, defining things in your life. So let's say, for example, your job or your career. You want to define what it is that you want and what it is that you want to accomplish. Having that definition of what it is that you want and what it is that creating that definition, they want you to understand that, have a vision for that, write it down. So if let's say you're you're trying to have a career or something, this is just an example. It could be for love and it could be for money. You know, you say, these are the things that I want in my job. I want this type of job. I want to make this type of money. I want to do this type of work, right? They want you to make, they want, and that's a measuring energy. Why? Because you're putting definition around that. And as you put a definition around that, you're putting limitations, certain limitations around that. What it is, is then you can focus your energy within that definition. And as you focus your energy within that definition, the universe keeps bringing you, excuse me, all of the cooperative components within that definition. Excuse me, that's how you measure. That's how you manifest is that you place a focus, a definition, a limitation around that. And then the universe, because it's a focused energy, what the universe is, it keeps, it will, will always bring you what it is that you're focusing on. Where your attention goes, your energy flows. So then you'll start to see how it starts to flow in that direction. of your life. So they want you to make that measurement, have that definition, have those specs of what is it that you want, write it down. And you can even give timelines. Does it mean that you, you can't pivot? You can't shift? You can't make adjustments? Of course, it doesn't mean that. You can do that. But in order to start, you've got to have a vision. You've got to write it down. Okay. So that's your message, measuring. Okay, everyone. Sorry, my my throat feels dry. Okay. Okay, Sasha. Sasha wants guidance about love. Is it a good year for for Sasha to get married? What message do you have for Sasha if, if it's a good year? I don't know if you mean 2023 or 2024. What message do you have for Sasha? <clears throat> okay. Energy number 64, not yet across, not yet across. At the end of the I Ching, nothing is complete. Everything is in flux. A wise fox will only attempt to cross when the river is solid ice and then treading carefully, every sense alert. When you are seeing, when you are not yet across, you may be hesitating on the verge of a transition sensing if it's safe to commit yourself. Use the skills of a wise fox. How to prepare for the crossing? How will you know when it's time? Wow, this is the perfect message for you. Why? Because you're, you're, you, you want to transition. You want to make a transition in life to get married, but you're, you don't, you're not sure. You're hesitant, right? So that's why you're asking the I Ching oracles. And so what they're saying, so you're, you're, you're there. You're like at the edge. You're like, if this is the cross line, you're right here. And you're trying to decide if you should stay here or you should cross, right? That's the not yet to cross energy. That's what it is. You're not certain. And so what they're saying to you is they want you to bring in the energy of a wise fox. What is the energy of the wise fox? That this, this energy is about making choices based on wisdom, mindfulness. 
And so what it is, is that they want you to make the decision because they want you to learn how to fish. But the, the, the best way to make the best decision for yourself, whether it's the right time to get married, is by using the energy of the wise fox. So what I would do is one of the, one of the um, just the training thing or exercise that you could do is I would just, I would start off by just making two columns. What are the advantages of getting married in, the ne in, in, this, in this next year? Uh, or what are the disadvantages of marrying in the year, right? Have two columns and write down everything. What are the advantages that you see? And then what are the disadvantages? Then from there, that's a wise fox, right? Because the wise fox will not just cross, but will look at the situation from all angles, right? If you're like going to cross, it'll measure this. It'll Like if the wise fox is crossing that bridge, the wise fox will see, is this bridge safe? Is this bridge well-made? Is this bridge constructed? Is this bridge, you know, uh, strong enough, right? So that's how you decide is by making these two columns and putting down all the things that are the advantages of doing it and all the things that are disadvantages. Then take that piece of paper and put it away. Do other things. Take your mind off of this topic. Take your mind off of the topic. And then when you start to feel calm and serene, go back to that paper and look at it. Look at everything that you wrote. Because at that point, you will look at it through the wise fox lens. Because when you're stressed, when you're frustrated about the situation, you can't become a wise fox. You can only become a wise fox when you feel when you're at the state of peace, calm, and serenity. That's why I said, take that piece of paper, put it away, do other things, go about your life, do things that make you feel calm. And when you feel calm and peaceful, then return and look at it. That's when you're going to be able to make a better decision as to whether you should do it or not. And then check in, check in with your inner self. You could do a guided meditation. You know, I have an inner child guided meditation that you could use to help you make that decision. Ask, ask your inner child, does this feel right now? Does this feel right? Does this feel right? And you'll also get thoughts and feelings. Write that down. And then again, after you write down, go do something else and come back to it. And then you can make a decision like a wise fox, okay? So that's your message, beautiful. Okay, hi, Angelina. Hi, Lana Olivares. Okay, let's, please give me guidance about finances and safety. I had some bad things happen to me. Okay. What message do you have for Lana of Olivares about finances and safety? What message do you have for Olivera about finances and safe, safety? Okay. Energy, there's two cards, but I'm going to do this one. Energy number 14, great possession. It says here, Lana, you are rich either in material goods or knowledge, wisdom, power, energy, talent, or relationships. Whatever form it takes, you have something real and potent in your possession. That which you have or are, you can give. This pure potential is an opening to source and a promise of abundance. Given all you have, who will you be? How can you affirm and support what is good? Wow, this is the perfect message for you, Alana. <clears throat> uh, so what they're saying to you, Lana, is that you know you may you're you're, you're having you're 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 exhibiting this lack of abundance energy right now, and that lack of abundance and and, it, and part of it is because you said bad things happened to you in the past. The reason why bad things we attract things. So the reason why bad things happen is because we may attract those things unconsciously. You say, Moon, I never want, why would I intentionally want bad things to happen in my life? It's not that you're wanting it, it uh, consciously. Things are attract, you're attracting things unconsciously. That's the way it works because you really operate 95% of the way you operate is 95% unconsciously. And so you've attracted this bad things and those bad things happen for a reason for you to learn lessons and to make in, inner shifts 
for you to learn lessons and make powerful inner shifts. It's not for you to get more paranoid. It's for you to become more powerful and grow and be more stronger and resilient and have more faith in your abilities. So what they're saying to you, Lana, is that you are actually very abundant. And you have, because you have great possessions that God has bestowed upon you. Those great possessions, which is the great, like your abilities and gifts and talents, is what is going to allow you to make money. They want you to tap into that. They want you to access those great talents and possessions. It might be wisdom. It might be knowledge. It might be talent. It might be creativity. It might, those inner gifts that God has given you. You know, 90%, there's a study that showed that 90% of the people in the U.S. that are multimillionaires did not have money, did not inherit any money, did not inherit money. So what does that mean? That where's your greatest wealth? Is it that somebody gave you money or is it that you're going to make it yourself because of your inner great possessions? Your inner great possessions is your abundance. And as you focus on that and stop focusing on what happened to you in the past, stop focusing it, let it go, let it go, let it go. Focus on your abundance because where your attention goes, your energy flows. Where your attention goes, your energy flows. So as you keep focusing on abundance, abundance, abundance of what that inner possession, those great possessions that you have, that God made you abundant in here, you're going to say, ah, I came up with this idea. I'm so good at, I'm so creative. I could start a business or I'm so creative. I could become a designer, whatever it is, however you're going to manifest it, you're going to take those inner possessions and you're going to package it and you're going to use it that to bring financial abundance. Okay. So they want you to let go of lack energy and let go of those people that, 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 you know, that bad things happen to you. Let that go. Because as you keep focusing on those bad things, you keep attracting more bad things. They want you to let that go. And they want you to keep focusing on your great possession, your abundance. What is it that you have that could bring you those talents and gifts that people are going to pay for, for that financial abundance? Okay, so that's your message. Beautiful question. Thank you, Lana. Okay, let's, so Angelina Matero has a question. Would you be able to ask, should I, should do my frequency or printing? Okay. So, so, okay. Angelina wants to know, should I focus on my free? Angelina wants to know, should I focus on, should Angelina focus on the frequency business or printing businesses or both? What should, what guidance do you have for Angelina for her business? What is, what is the message and guidance you have for Angelina about her businesses? What message? Wow. This is just like, Energy number 31, influence. It says here, influence is what moves us, whether that, that's emotions, inspiration, physical responses, or visiting spirits. Steady the power of influence by creating a place in your life to contain it. Good fortune comes from a more feminine way of relating, being open, and allowing space for new influences. What influence is active and what does it draw you towards? What is its place in your life? Wow, this is beautiful. This is the key here. What influence is active and what does it draw you towards? Okay. So so this is where they want you to get clear. They want you to get clear for you to make this decision, whether you should do the frequency business, printing business, or both, right? You want to know what should I be doing, right? What direction? They want you to focus on influences, what are the influence what are the, what are the influences of the people around you that you're allowing to let in now there are some influences that are really good and then there's some influences that are not in your highest and best interests so they want you to evaluate what have i been influenced by for this for this business is my is my family saying blah 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 that cuz they cuz cuz they want you to really really hold on to the influences that really resonate with your soul's journey and path. What resonates with your soul's journey and path? If somebody gave me, if somebody gave you, let's say, an advice that says, you know, 
you should you should do this frequency you should just do the frequency business because um you're a healer right they might say something like that somebody some people you have to take that you said does that resonate with me does that truly resonate with who i am with my soul's path and journey and then somebody may say you know uh you know angelina you're so talented. You're so good at graphic design, you know, or, 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 yeah, you're so good at that graphic design. So why don't you do a printing business? Because that takes a lot of graphics, right? Again, you have to see how much does that resonate with you? How excited are you? How inspired do you feel? How motivated do you feel? What are the influences that you're going to that really resonate with your soul's path and journey. They want you to get clear about that because once you get clear about that, you're going to say, this is the influence. This is what I'm going to hold on to. And this is what I'm going to let go. And you look at what you're going to, what you're holding on to, that this feels aligned with my soul's path and journey. This really feels aligned with who I am. This really feels aligned with my motivation, my inspiration. And then you're going to make you then you're going to be able to make a very solid, confident decision based on that. But they want you to get clear about that first before you can make this decision. They really want you to get clear about that. Okay, so get clear about that. And then you're going to be able to make a very, very wise choice and decision. And it doesn't mean just because you start one business doesn't mean that you can't have another business in the future. Doesn't mean that. There are lots of I I see very I see people who have three four five very successful people all the successful people that I know they have multiple businesses now maybe you might start with one business and then that business succeeds and then you're going to go into you're going to bring in the second business but know that the sky's the limit for you okay so but what it is is right now you have to make a decision right. So that's what that's the advice for you is what influence are you going to allow and resonate with you and what influences are you going to let go okay so that's your message that's a beautiful thank you angelina and good luck with your businesses you're going to do well yeah today is the full moon yes it is i put out a full moon message Angie Jennings, what message do you have for Angie Jennings in full moon day? Today is full moon. Thank you for the full moon. What message do you have for Angie Jennings on this full moon day? Show us the energy. Show us the energy. Okay, energy number four, not knowing. It says here, to be ignorant is a creative, harmonious way to engage with your world. Don't go running after answers as if it is embarrassing not to know. Holding steadily to not knowing and hence to learning will bring good results. What don't you know? What if you didn't need to know all the answers now? How can you learn from experience? Wow. So what they're saying in doing this full moon is they want you to really think about if there's something in your life that you don't know and you're like oh god i want some answers i want to know if i'm going to make money if i'm going to have love if i'm going to do the blah 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 they want you to during this full moon they want you to be comfortable with the not knowing why the not knowing is the precursor to knowing you can't know without the not knowing first they want you to be comfortable with this not knowing because in divine timing you will know <laughs> it's the yin and yang it's the ebb and flow so during this full moon, they said, you know what? I'm just going to be fully present with this full moon. I don't know about this and I don't know about that. But that's okay. Can I be comfortable during this full moon day with the not knowing? Because as I move through life, I will know. I will get to know in divine timing. You're not supposed to know everything right now because if you knew everything right now, you wouldn't need to be here in this life. This life is to explore for you to learn, keep learning lots of lessons for the expansion and the growth of your soul. If you knew everything right now, you would not be expanding and growing. So can you take this opportunity during this full moon and just enjoy the full moon and take the powerful energies of the full moon and say, I am 
I feel so okay right now. I feel peaceful. I feel serene. I feel calm just being underneath this full moon. And everything just flows through me and around me. And the not whatever it is that I don't know, I'm okay with. I feel comfortable because in divine timing, I will know. Okay. So that's what they want you to work on on this full moon is to be okay with the not knowing because the precursor to knowing is not knowing. Okay. So that's your message. Okay. So, um, okay. Let's do a message now for. Hi, Diana T. May I get a reading about romantic relationships? I am currently single and calling in. Okay, Diana T. What's the, there's a lot of love. You know what? This full moon is, is, is wanting people wanting love under this full moon, right? The moon is a very romantic energy. I get it. I get why I get so many questions about love. What message do you have about Diana T about finding love? What message do you have for Diana T about finding love? What is the message for Diana T about finding love? Show us the energy, Eching Oracles. Show us the energy. What message do you have for Diana T about falling in love? What is your message? Okay. <clears throat> okay. Let's see. Energy number seven, army. It says here, just because something isn't the goal doesn't make it the enemy. Balance the focused and intense drive to get it done with a measured, disciplined approach. This will allow you to achieve your objective effectively and with less collateral damage, good fortune without mistake. What are you aiming for? How can you get how can you how can you get more from your strengths? With all your efforts, are you creating the life that you want? Okay, this is the key here. Just because something isn't the goal isn't the goal, doesn't make it the enemy. Balance the focus and intense drive to get it done with a measured discipline approach. Okay, what it is, is this, what they're saying to you is this, is that there's a certain army energy that, they, that they're feeling with you is that, oh my God, I don't have, I'm single and I'm, I really need to call in this love. And right now, what, what do I do? You know, it's like this arm and energy of like getting it done. What they're saying to you is that that energy is really good, but they, they you got to have some discipline around that energy that, oh God, I got to find this love. What is the discipline around this energy of finding love? The discipline is to say, you know what? It's okay that I'm, I don't have love right now. It will be shown to me. There's discipline that I am okay right now being single. That's a discipline. They want you to bring some of that discipline into your energy and not feel like you have to go. That's like the army energy, but the army energy has, has structure, has organization in it, right? It's not just, you know, soldiers. Soldiers have a lot of structure and organization and they want you to bring that in. They want you to pull back your energy, not feeling like I have to call this in. I have to do all of these things. They want you to retreat a little bit, bring it back in. And find a structured way. What are the, some of the disciplines that you could bring around love? Can you be okay right now without love? Can you be okay tomorrow without love if, if, if you haven't met the person? That's a discipline that they want you to bring in. Because when you bring in that discipline, that structure, that organization, you don't feel so chaotic. You don't feel so desperate or frustrated about love. When you make love okay, you bring a measured, you bring a taming energy. That taming energy is so powerful because then as soon as you let it go, I'm okay with being single. That's when love comes in. You know, they always say when you're least expecting it, that's when, why? Why is it that you're le when you least expect it, that's when love comes in? Because you have no resistant energy. Right now, you're creating too much resistant energy. And that resistant energy is the block for love coming in. So if you're okay and you bring discipline that it's okay to be single, that's a disciplined energy, then the love will show up as a byproduct. Okay, so that's your message. Okay, everyone, so I've got to go now. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll be back again later. Again, check out the yin and yang living prayer beads, the crescent moon and round sun the yin and yang energies to leverage the power of the moon, sun, yin, yang energies to connect with your 
higher self, to connect with the divine, to connect with your, um, with your infinite potential. Okay. So let's do a closing prayer now. And oh, I forgot to put the link to the shop. It's shop.yin and yang living. That's where you could get the prayer beads. Okay. Okay, let's do a closing prayer. Dear God, angel, spirit, guides, send a master's divine creator, eaching oracles. Thank you so much for this full moon day. Thank you so much for always delivering your higher messages and wisdom and guidance to your viewers. Let us all today leverage the power of the full moon to to be okay with the not knowing, to be okay being single, to be okay with wherever we are and just appreciate and leverage the power of this full moon energy, the energy that could flow through us and around us. Please allow each one of the beautiful souls in this room to see their infinite potential, to connect with their infinite potential, connect with their genius, connect with their, uh, their possibilities of their life. Allow them to show them, put a light on their path for their soul's expansion and growth. So thank you so much for your continued support, your continued guidance, your continued wisdom, your continued protection, and most importantly, your unconditional love. And so it is. Namaste. So it is. I'll see you all next week. Much love and blessings to all of you. Bye.